Hello, this is Walnut Grove Baptist Church's podcast. We are in Carthage, Texas, and that is in Panola County. Our pastor is Reverend David P. Mitchell, and our Sunday school teacher, our Bible study teacher, is Deacon Glenn Wade. But thank you so much for joining us, and you'll be joining this uh, current episode that's in progress. Thank you, Lord, for another opportunity to come together and study your word. Uh, we honor you. We're, you are such an awesome and mighty God. Uh, you, know, you are our deliverer, our savior, and we are thankful for you. And uh, we, we thank you and we lift you up and we ask that you would be with us as we learn the word and that you would uh, speak to us and allow us to learn from you. All right, so I believe this week we're going to be covering the mercy of justice, and it comes from 2 Samuel chapter 9, verses 1 through 7, verses 9 through 12. So uh, let's see, uh, Sister Nett Smith, would you mind uh, reading those verses for us? No, I don't mind. Verse 1. Now there was a man of Benjamin whose name was Peter the son of Abiat, the son of Zerah, the son of Bet-Horah, the son of Abishah, a Benjamite, a mighty man of power. And he had a son whose name was Saul, a a choice young man, and a godly, and a goodly, and there was not among the children of Israel. Um, wait a minute. I'm sorry. I'm That's at our... the wrong. I'm at the wrong Sunday. I'm in First yeah. Samuel nine. I understand. I just... <laughs> I'm sorry. I have been reading all day. Oh, I am so sorry. Please forgive. That's me. okay. We get to Second Samuel. Just you can go ahead and get started. Okay. Yes, Second Samuel nine, verse one. And David said, "Is there yet any that is left of the house of Saul that I may show him kindness for Jonathan's sake?" And there was of the house of Saul a servant whose name was Ziba. And when they had called him unto David, the king said unto him, Art thou Ziba? And he said, Thy servant is he. And the king said, Is there not yet any of the house of Saul that I may show kindness of God unto him? And Ziba said unto the king, Jonathan had yet a son, which is lame on his feet. And the king said unto him, Where is he? And Zabel said unto the king, Behold, he is in the house of Mastic, the son of Amiel in Lodabar. Then King David said, Uh oh, I went too, did I go too far? No, ma'am, keep going. Then King David sent and fetched him out of the house of Mishar, 
the son of Amiel, from Lenabar. Now, when Mephibosheth, the son of Jonathan, the son of Saul, was come unto David, he fell on his face and did reverence. And David said, Mephibosheth, and he answered, Behold thy servant. And David said unto him, Fear not, for I will surely show thee kindness for Jonathan, thy father's sake, and will restore thee all the land of Saul, thy father, and thou shalt eat bread at my table. Uh, you want me to go all the way through? And go ahead and go up to uh, verse 10 through verse 12. Okay. And he bowed himself and said, What is thy servant that thou shouldest look upon such a dead dog as I am? Then the king called to Zebul, Saul's servant, and said unto him, I have given unto thy master's son all that pertained to Saul and to all his house. Thou therefore and thy son and thy servant shall till the land for him, that thou shalt bring in the fruit, that thy master's son may have food to eat. But Meshavah, thy master's son, shall eat bread always at my table. Now Zebra had fifteen sons and twenty servants. Then said Zebra unto the king, According to all that my Lord, the king, has commanded his servant, so shall thy servant do. And for the servant, he, the king, the king, he shall eat at my table as one of the king's sons. And the servant had a young son whose name was Nikon, and all that dwelt in the house of Zebul were servants unto Meshubah. So Meshubah dwelt in Jerusalem, for he did eat continually at the king's table and was lame on both his feet. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Thank you. So. All right, may the Lord add a blessing to the hearing, reading, doing of his word. I just wanted to give that a little context for that before we get started. So I'm glad we got a chance to read that. Uh, Deacon Wade, are you with us this evening? All right, well, we'll go ahead and get started. So we'll start at verse one says, uh, is there still anyone left of the house of Saul to whom I may show kindness for Jonathan's sake? So um, I have some ideas about that, but I'd like to ask you, know, what is anybody getting from that? Well, during this time, uh, if you go back, uh, when the kings were, uh, when they, uh, a new king took office, was a uh, crowned king, and he took that position. Uh, the king that took the position usually 
found all of the relatives of that former king and killed all of them. And the reason why they did this, so they would not uh, come after him to uh, make a coup and take over, try to take over uh, the kingship. Uh, now, David and uh, Jonathan were uh, real good friends. They were what we call tight. And um, David had made, and Jonathan had made a covenant. And uh, with this covenant, they were uh, like blood brothers. And uh, they had promised uh, each other that they would look out for each other. So when David had taken um, this, he wanted to know if there was anybody left in Saul's house. Because he remembered how uh, Jonathan had saved him from time to time from when his father wanted to kill him. And he defended him. So he really wanted to uh, step out and show that how he appreciated Jonathan, how he loved Jonathan, like his brother. And so that's why he asked, is there any in uh, Saul's house that he may show kindness to him? Amen, amen. Like you said, the relationship between David and Jonathan was very strong and, you know, he wanted to, to show honor. I think part of it also is, like you said, it's, you know, it's natural to want to defeat, you know, A, our, the folks who are uh, in line from that other person. You know, if you think about, uh, you know, organizations, sometimes, you know, when people get a job, anyone who is loyal to the former boss, the new boss tries to get them out. Um, and they try to put in their own people who are loyal to them. That I mean, that's a natural thing that happens in a lot of organizations. Um, but yeah, I think David's relationship with God was was such that he did the, the opposite. He wanted to show honor to those who come before him and their and their descendants. Um, and so, um, in terms of our relationship with God. Um, yeah, I think it ought to manifest itself in a way that we show honor to other people who don't deserve it. Um, and, or, you know, that we might perceive as not deserving it. All right, so let's see you. Verse, go ahead. No, I just said amen. Amen. Um, let's see. All right, so someone read uh, verse two for me. Good evening. And there was of the house of Saul a servant whose name was Ziba. And when they had called unto called him unto David, the king said unto him, Or thou Ziba? And he said, Thy servant is he. All right. Well, thank you so much for reading that. So, yeah, I'm just one who likes to kind of go through and pick things apart. And, you know, so obviously this is, uh, you know, he's, David's at the house of Saul. And so, you know, he finds a servant there. Uh, so, and yeah, I think part of it also is, 
and we have to think about the context here. Um, here is a king having a conversation with a servant. Um, and, you know, these, these types of conversations probably didn't happen, you know, maybe a little bit in terms of just, hey, do this for me, but, you know, certainly not just, you know, just having conversation, um, but also kind of, I think, speaks to uh, David's humility uh, in this case, uh, because he's, he's inquiring of the servant and trying to gather information. Um, and, and then the, the servant responds by, you know, showing honor to David. Um, so I think, you know, there's something there also about, you know, uh, as Christians, we're servants and, um, mm -hmm. you know, part of us being servants is showing honor to the people that we interact with. Um, you know, we can, you know, if you think, you know, there's a reason why people pay more for a chicken sandwich at Chick-fil-A than they would pay for a chicken sandwich anywhere else. And it's not, I don't think it's because the chicken is any better. It's because when you go into Chick-fil-A um, and you ask for anything, the person's gonna say, you know, it's my pleasure. You know, it's that level of service, that level of honor and people pay for that. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. So, I, and, and that makes them stand out as an, as an organization um, compared to other organizations. And so, you know, I think as, you know, Christians, we, you know, our demeanor in terms of how we interact with people, I mean, people should see that we're different and see that we're here to serve. Mm -hmm. Okay, would someone read that verse three for me? And the king said, is there not yet any? Did someone else come in? Go ahead. And the king and the king said, Is there not yet any of the house of Saul that I may show the kindness of God unto him? Then Ziba said unto the king, Jonathan had a son which is lame on his feet. Um David still uh wanted to uh, really dig deep and find uh, someone because David had a heart uh, after God. And if you have a heart after God, you are going to do uh, what you think is right and what you know is right. And whether someone do you wrong or not, you're going to uh, try to have uh, compassion uh, for that person. And David uh, had compassion he really had compassion on a lot of people as well as uh, some of his enemies because it was sad that he uh, forgave some of them. And he's really just trying to find out this. And uh, this servant uh, told him about uh, Johnson's son, and, uh, but he also made it plain about his feet uh, that he couldn't he had a problem with his feet. And the reason why he had this problem with his feet, when he was about uh, five years old, and um, they was having this war, and his nurse 
picked him up, and she was trying to flee. But in doing so, uh, she tripped, and she dropped him, and that caused that problem, and he never did uh, get over that problem. And so his, from that, it made his feet lame, and he didn't just really uh, have any medical care to uh, try to, you know, do anything about it. Hmm. And if you look at it also, I mean, think about, you know, this is someone that, you know, I, I think in a modern day context, I mean, we, uh, you know, I, I think the servant, you know, is mentioning um, Jonathan and then mentions his disability. Um, and, and I think there is a, sometimes, you know, I think it's true sometimes in our culture, but it probably was very much true in that culture that, uh, sometimes people with disabilities were, um, discounting. Um, and I think it's also clear to me that, you know, as we'll see, as we go forward, but also in this, you know, what, what people may discount, you know, uh, God can elevate. Um, and just because the way that we see things isn't necessarily the way God sees things. Um, and, and, you know, can provide restoration and support uh, for those that other people don't see as, um, you know, because I, I think, because I would almost argue uh, the king just asks who's a descendant. So, saying that, that he has this disability is really extra information. And so it's kind of like, um, the, to bring it up, it, you know, I think it's, it's also kind of indicating, you know, that I think, you know, there's many examples in the Bible, whether it's, uh, you know, Joseph and his brothers and, you know, them not thinking Joseph was going to be elevated, you know. Uh, so it's just those that sometimes people don't pay attention to or don't treat as well, uh, God can still elevate them. Uh, number, verse number four, uh, can someone read that for me? And the king said unto him, where is he? And Zeba said unto the king, behold, he is in the house of Machar, the son of Amiel, in Lodabar. And verse 5 says, Then King David sent and fetched him out of the house of Machar, the son of Amiel, and Lodabar, from Lodabar. So what we see here is that David is truly wanting to know the whereabouts of Jonathan. He was totally sincere in showing in his act of wanting to show kindness toward, toward him. Um, Jonathan. So he went on to question. Um, uh, let me see. He went on to question. Oh, what's it? Zeba. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to look for. Uh, to get more information. It's just like we do today. When we want to know about a certain person, sometimes we'll say, well, you know, he he may be kin to such and such, the son of John D. Roberts. Or the, you see what I'm saying? And we do that to, to try to make a connection. And in this verse, this is what David is doing. He wanted specific information. 
uh, at least he received specific information. And then he didn't stop there. In verse 5, David told him, to, he, David sent for him, so fetch, go get him, okay, out of the house. So David was ready to show uh, true kindness towards uh, this uh, Jonathan. And, and you know, another thing, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead, Brother Esty. No, please, please go. Uh, another thing that I got out of that, too, was David's persistence. You know, when um, the servant told him that, yeah, he got another son, but he's not here, David could have said, well, you know what, he done missed out on his lesson, so I'm just going to move on to the next person. But David was persistent in, you know, getting this young man he was very persistent and that's how we should be when we seeking god we should be very persistent you know don't pray today and say well you know what god announced my prayer so forget about it no we have to be persistent and that's that's what i feel like david was in this aspect he was very persistent he didn't just give up and and go on because like, like we do sometimes, you know, if it don't happen right now, forget about it. Don't even worry about it. I just won't worry about that no more. But David, he was persistent. <clears throat> Amen. You know, Amen. back then, the, the kings usually didn't reach out for the lower class people. Okay? But we see here that the he, that uh, King David is really uh, reaching out to 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 show his, uh, to seek kindness, okay, or show kindness towards uh, one of the lower class people. Yes, indeed. And also, I, I look at the location, because I guess, I guess, like you said, a king is usually not going to do this, but I think here is a king who f finds out exactly the specific location is and, and sends someone to that specific location to come see about them. And mm -hmm. I think about the fact that, you know, we, we serve the, the king of kings and king of kings of all the of all the people who serve him. He will, you know, send his angels or he will come see about us in our specific situation where we are at. Um, mm. And so that's just for me, it's that speaks to, you know, you know, there's there's nowhere where he won't go for us uh, to come see about us and what we need, um, and that's that's pretty powerful for me. Good man. Amen. Amen. So, this can someone read verse six for me? Verse six. <clears throat> um. Now, when Miss Labeth, the son of Jonathan, the son of Saul, was coming to David, he fell on his face and did reverence. And David said, Miss said, Miss Labesh, and he answered, Behold, thy servant. You know, this young man showed gave reverence. He gave, he was humble. He was mm -hmm. humble. He could have stayed wallowing in, you know, his affliction. But he was humble because, you know, David sought him out. 
So he was humbled at that point. And that's, that's, that says a lot, you know, we have to humble ourselves in order to receive what God has for us. We have to be humble. Mm-hmm. Amen. And I would agree with that. I think, you know, it's, it's easy to sort of think about God as being our, um, deliverer our savior uh but you know he is also our lord um and we ought to show him the reverence for being in that position uh you know um there there's yeah i think about uh, mr mitchell always talks about praying for those who have rule power over us um you know i i think those people in those positions um you know it, it's it's kind of like if you were in the military you might have a a general or a sergeant and stuff and they might you know be nice to you but if you get to a place where you don't show them respect they will let you know really quickly that you know that's out of order um and i think we have to sometimes remember uh, even though he loves us we ought to show him reverence um, and, and I don't think that's, uh, you know, it's, you know, because he wants to do any harm to us. It's just that, you know, we have to recognize who he is and, and to, and to, you know, honor him for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think about those of us who are our parents or those who have had a, a parent, uh, you know, if, if, if we were to be disrespectful to our, our parents, you know, usually our parents, you know, either lovingly or, you know, not, they would at least let us know that, you know, that's not what we were supposed to do. You know, we were supposed to show them honor. Um, but, uh, you know, that's something that, you know, obviously, uh, Mephibosheth is doing in this situation. Um, so, uh, Can someone read verse seven for us? And David said unto him, fear not, for I will surely show thee kindness for Jonathan, thy father's sake, and will restore thee all the land of Saul, thy father, and thou shalt eat bread at my table continually. Of uh, when uh, when Mashevah uh, when Mashevah came there, and he bowed down before him, showing him reverence. He really uh, at first thought that uh, when uh, David sent for him and got him, he thought that he was going to kill him because that's what they did during that time. But after getting there, David reassured him that uh, no, he didn't have to have any, any fear from him, that he really wants to just show kindness uh, for Johnson's sake. And he keeps mentioning his father uh, specifically because he wants him to know that uh, whatever was going on and whatever he was going to do, it was because of his father. And um, he mentioned the grandfather, too, that he's going to restore all of the land that 
that was the grandfather, which would have gone to uh, Jonathan. But he's going to restore all of this. He's going to give him all of it. And uh, by right, he didn't have to do that. But uh, he wanted to show this kindness. He wanted to be kind unto him. He wanted to, uh, to show him mercy that he really cared about him. And that he wanted to let him know, you know, hey, you're not going to have to worry about uh, eating anywhere else because you're going to be at my table. Whatever I oh. eat, you're going to eat. Yeah. Uh, where I sit, you're going to sit. So he was, he was telling him, uh, I'm going to treat you just like you are one of my sons. And I, I also, I, amen, I also think about Jonathan, you know, and his friendship with David and the way that he served uh, and supported David. I mean, I think, again, as I think back as a parent, uh, you know, I want to be, you know, such a uh, serving person that, you know, when my daughter goes anywhere, people are like, I want to do things for you because your dad was such a good person and was so, you know, serving and caring um, and not for selfish reasons, but it's just, if you think about, you know, we all, regardless of who we are, what position we have, uh, we all have a reputation. We all have a, a, a impact that we're going to make. And, you know, um, people are going to, um, you know, treat people based on who they know. Um, you know, I think they are, um, you know, if you think about, you know, the Roberts family in Carthage, I mean, there are people who, you know, the Roberts family has generations of people that, you know, so when people do well, people are like, oh, well, you know, the, the Roberts family, that's, that's what they do. Um, you know, so people aren't necessarily surprised. Um, but, you know, thinking about, you know, being in a place where people want to show you kindness because of, you know, what you, what you have done or, or, or what your, your descendants have done. Uh, I think it's important, um, but also just thinking about, you know, restoring all the land of Saul. Um, you know, I think sometimes we get sometimes discouraged about where things are, uh, if they're not where we want them to be. But, you know, again, David being a king and, you know, God being the king of kings, uh, you know, God has the ability to restore things that, that we've lost. Um, and also think about eating bread at the table continually. Uh, you know, it's not once, it's continually. And God is, uh, you know, God gives us our daily bread every day. Um, you know, he doesn't just bless us one time. He can, he continues to bless us all the time. And um, just thank, very thankful for that. And yeah, also but... when, when God makes us a promise, he's going to hold true to that promise. Okay? Mm -hmm. and, and whatever he says he's going to do, it, it's going to take, it's going to come forth. So you can, we, as believers, we can really believe that. But it will come yeah. forth. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. 
Amen. 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 How was I say, uh, yeah, for me, uh, the thing that first thing that caught my attention when he said, Don't be afraid. You know, David said, I'm sure to show you kindness. You know, hmm. we, when we meet someone, just say the church, me for me, for instance, I said, When it says, Don't be afraid, because I was sure to show you kindness. You know, and then, and then I went down. And uh, it says that, and you will always eat from, from my table. You know, mm-hmm. I relate that to the church. And so when, you, when, we, when, when I came, people showed me kindness because mm-hmm. they want to restore me to, to God, to God, a child of God. They want to restore mm-hmm. me to a child of God. And they want to show me that as long as I trust God, I will surely eat from his table. Whatever, whatever, whatever I desire, whatever I try to see that, as long as I trust God, it will come to pass, and then I don't have to be afraid of that. I don't have to. Mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes we we fearful of anything. Like I think Brother Edward said, "Well, I don't want to pray and want it to come tomorrow," but like I said, I, I just can't be afraid because He's gonna restore it. You know, because that's what belongs to that belongs to, to to a member of the church. That's what belongs to that belongs to Christians. I understand that he put his, his grandfather in there probably to make it easier. But I'm just saying for me, I have to realize that the church could be or other Christians can Help me restore me help me help me restore to the land I belong in, not the man that I was at. Not not mm-hmm. the man of of being out with non Christians. Doing things that, that God does not that God has don't don't shine on. So it just that that just that don't be afraid really will really call my attention. Because when you know when for me is when you meet people uh, meet people that you don't really know, or you come to church and people you don't know how the church is or whatever, and someone comes up to you and say, "Don't worry about it. Don't be afraid. We're gonna show you. We're gonna show you the proper way to live. We're gonna restore you to a person you you, you can't be." That's what I just got to know. Amen. 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 I think that's important to think of because you know I do believe that God is doing something in our church and we're going to have people join our church and I think that it's always important to think about how uh, visitors might perceive you know us as a church and I think that we we do want to be perceived as a church full of kind people. Um, and I also just looking back at this verse again, I I, I guess for me I'm seeing God's grace and mercy uh, I, I see mercy first in the sense of mercy being uh not giving us what we deserve because you know uh in, you know in a worldly sense it would make sense for david to harm um Mephibosheth because he's a descendant of saul uh, but he showed him mercy uh, by not harming him and then he shows him grace by restoring all of the land and giving him food um mm-hmm. and giving him you know what he he doesn't deserve you know i think you know again going back to our relationship with god and, and with jesus 
you know, we don't deserve, you know, to get to go to heaven. We don't deserve to be saved, but he extends us mercy and allows us, you know, we accept him, you know, to, to be able to, to be saved. But, um, you know, he also gives us grace and, and blesses us, you know, in our lives you know, as well. Um, in addition to that. Um, so, uh, there's a lot, I think, going on in this verse. Um, so can, can someone reverse pen for it? Oh, go ahead. If you ask that comment, go ahead. Good evening. Uh, I also look at this and you just think about this. David is a prime example of how God has truly he used him, but he also with David, he had many faults himself, okay? But in all his faults, God forgave him. And you can see in the way that in, in David's life, you can see that, you know, just like in our lives, you see whenever it seems as Christians, when we're doing things with, that's not pleasing to God, he has a way of, of waking us up. Mm-hmm. And getting our attention. Either you won't you're going to um, listen or you're going to sit up here in the well. Because if not, you know, if you don't listen to, you will have many sleepless nights. But he, he has a way of, of getting our attention. And if you just listen to him and listen to your heart, you know, you understand that God wants the best for everyone. So whoever mm-hmm. it is that comes into your life, you know, it's a reason for that. You know, and the way you treat people, you know, but but David had had to re- repent many times, and I and and if you just look at yourself, you probably had to repent a lot of times too, because I know I have. Yeah, me too. It, it, it makes us a better people, you know, and we have more compassion for others. So that's what I had to say. Amen. Amen. Uh, can someone read verse 10 for us? Actually, 10 and 11. That, <clears throat> thou therefore and thy sons and thy servants shall till the land for him, and thou shalt bring in the fruits, <clears throat> bring in the fruits that the master's son may have food to eat, but Meth, I can't pronounce it. Thy master's son shall eat bread always at my table. Now Ziba had 15 sons and 20 servants. Then said Ziba unto the king, according to all that my lord, the king has commanded his servant so shall thy servant do as for Mephibosheth said the king he shall eat at my table as one of the king's sons mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so he's gonna take care of the whole everybody not just the one the one is gonna go to the king's table and eat as one of his sons but the red the servant's Y'all are still gonna y'all are still gonna be blessed also. 
You'll still yeah. continue to do what you do. You're going to tend to the house, into the your duties, but you're still going to be blessed as well. My God. Ain't that beautiful? And he was, and he was looking out for um, a shepherd by his son because uh, in this he was telling them, and, uh, and your master's son, which is Meshivah's son, who, who was named Marsha, would uh, have uh, food to eat. That he, they, would, they would be uh, looking out for him because he was, he was uh, in a sense, he was over them now, uh, Meshivah's son was. So they had to do uh, what he, what he wanted, wanted them to do. And that's just like we are God's children. And we are uh, elder brothers with Christ. And uh, Christ has done everything uh, for us. And it's right there for us. All we have to do is receive it. And he gave us, uh, when, when he did all of this, he brought us back with right standing with him. And he gave us uh, mercy. Uh, we we don't we didn't deserve any mercy, and uh, but he when he died for us, that mercy was transferred to us if we received him as our Lord and Savior. Then we got this mercy, and all we have to do is just uh, receive it. Yeah. And we don't we don't have to we don't have to work for it mm. or anything. It was a free gift. And anytime somebody gives you a free gift, it's right there. All you got to do is open your hand and just take mm. it. And that's the way it is with, with, with God's love. All we have to do is just receive it, take it. Amen. Yes, ma'am. Hey, amen. Will someone read verse 12? Oh, I was going to say, in spiritual terms, I was thinking, isn't this what God provides for us all an opportunity to have everlasting life? To be, yeah. If you change to eat at the table. Mm -hmm. In other words, he gives us that what? Opportunity. Oh, yeah. All we have is, is serve him because the, the, door, uh -huh. the doors are open to us. Okay? Oh, yeah. If uh -huh. we want to life, he extends that invitation to all of us. Uh -huh. It's all about the choice. That you make. Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah, that we make. Mm -hmm. My God. Amen. 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 Someone read verse 12. And Ms. had a young son whose name was Mika. And all that dwelt in the house of Zebra were servants unto Bibbishaw. And it, it just shows you that uh, even though Bibbishaw had, he had an heir to pass, you know, to pass on and to carry on, you know, his name. And we have, uh, as God's children, we're supposed to carry on uh, as becoming Christians. We're supposed to carry on uh, God's word and uh, okay. and help 
help people, our fellow man, uh, not only our brothers and our sisters, but other people, even those that don't uh, that don't believe in God. We are, when we help them, we are showing them, we're actually showing them, hey, this is God. And a lot of times, even though people don't go to church, you might be that only uh, God that they see. So we have to uh, walk right, and we have to talk right, and do what's right. Mm-hmm. Not only on Sundays, but all through the week. Because mm-hmm. you never know who's watching you. And by your life, you can either turn somebody to Christ or turn them away. Hmm. Yep. Amen. 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 And that's, and that's why it's so so important that our walk match our talk. We could talk all day long, but if our walk mm-hmm. don't match, we could draw right. somebody to court or we can run them away. And that's why mm-hmm. it's so important. You know, we have to be mindful of what we do, what we say, how we mm-hmm. conduct ourselves at all times. Because you never mm-hmm. know, you know, somebody could be, like you say, we could be the only Bible that a person reads. And that's us. And that's the only way they get into Christ is through us. So we have to be careful, you know, because I don't want to be somebody's stumbling block. I don't want to be the reason somebody, you know, run from Christ. I want to be the reason that they come to him. Mm-hmm. You know, Jeremiah um, um, 23 and 3, I think it is. I'm not for sure. I'm going to have to look it up where it says, woe unto the pastors who who um yeah, destroy and steal and shoot? Yes, yes. So we have we have, that don't just apply to our leaders. That applies to us too, because mm-hmm. we can be somebody stumbling block. We can cause them to lose sight. The, I mm-hmm. I know um the song "This Little Light of Mine." I'm gonna let it shine. We have mm-hmm. to be somebody's light. We have to be a light. And the only way we can the only way we can lead somebody to Christ, we have to know Christ for ourselves. Yeah. I can't teach we can't tell you nothing that I haven't experienced for myself. You know, I have to experience God for myself in order to try and draw somebody else. That's why it's so important for us to stay in the word. Mm-hmm. But he never said it was gonna be easy. So you have to realize, you know, even as Christians, God knows that we are not perfect, okay? When we say try try to live right, he knows that we're going to make mistakes, okay? But he also allows us a chance to try to get it right. So whatever you you go through in life and whatever mistakes you've made, you know, God always have a way a way out because he has already showed us he was our way out. He has showed us that he is our way out and and in it. But he wanted to learn from the things that we experienced in life. That's why it's so important, you know, yes, you want to be an example for others. Okay? But he also wants you to learn from everything you've done in life. 
Amen. Amen. It's been a great, great Bible study. Um, I think, you know, as we kind of uh, close, you know, I just wanted to say, you know, the last line talks about all who live in Ziva's house became Mephibosheth's servants. And so um, we know about Mephibosheth's limitations and we all have limitations, uh, but uh, God and his, uh, his power brings people in our path who can help us, even though we have our own limitations. Um, yeah. I also think that, uh, you know, as we think about our, our mission and our vision, you know, part of being able to make disciples and teach people to do according to what God has, has taught us um, and lead people to becoming baptized and things like that. Um, like you said, we have to be kind, you know, we have to show kindness to people. Um, because, I mean, God doesn't, it's not, our relationship with Christ is not all about us. It's about us bringing people to him. And we can't bring people to him if we're not kind. And we, we can't bring people to him if we're not showing people honor. Um, and so I think those are some, some really important things um, that we, you know, want to take with us as we go throughout the week. Um, I know pastor is going to be talking about vision. Um, and uh, as far as Sunday, and I wanted to give you all his, uh, the verse that he's going to be uh, going from to be Proverbs 29 and 18, Proverbs chapter yeah. 29, verse 18. Uh, it's on his sermon series. That's what he's going to be covering. Um, but uh, before we, we close, do we, does anybody have any uh, prayer requests? Um, I, <laughs> I guess we have a few go anybody who wants to go ahead can now i was just going to ask before we close because we just seen the course of your grace and mercy uh that has been with me all day today hmm. amen amen so somebody's oh, gonna have to leave uh, yeah. just, ahead, before, just before y'all uh, do that, I just want to say good evening. I came in late, but I was here when y'all was on verse four and, and to the end. I just want to say I thank God for all of you. Uh, uh, it's a blessing to hear all the comments and all the, because I was thinking tonight, earlier today, how iron sharper iron, and y'all really helped me sharpen more iron tonight i thank god for all of y'all inputs and sometimes you have to sit back and let somebody pull into you so i mm -hmm. thank each and every i thank each and every one of you for your input tonight and y'all did a great job and i just want to commend all of you all for your efforts and your inputs and i just ask that you continue to pray for one another pray for everybody y'all did a great job on tonight yes amen i want yeah. i want to Thank you, Pastor. I want to, um, because I was late getting on too. I had a hard time getting on today, but God is good. I got, I came in right on time. Um, I want to um, see, um, add some people to the prayer list. I know uh, most of you may have known, but uh, for one, a blessing um, with um, Sister Betty 
and brother Kenneth Brooks. You know, they were in an accident uh, earlier this week. And by the grace of God, uh, but through prayers, um, they're both okay. And it was a, is Sister Wade on today? Sister Wade on? Okay, and she's not on. But um, um, it was it was a, a picture that she had showed that was on Facebook, and it showed a picture of the vehicle, and it it was it was pretty bad. But both of them came out. Um, Sister Betty, I'm not sure she's home now, but she had been released from the hospital, so that is a blessing. And also, we want to be in prayer for the Greer family because they lost. Uh, a loved one, their brother, brother uh, uh, Cleophas, am I right? Greer passed away this morning. So let's be in prayer for that family. And if there's anyone else, you know, um, please let us know because we're all in need of prayer. But definitely want to pray for those. Amen. 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 Before we close, did I just say one thing, please? Uh, when when uh when I heard that uh that I walk as it actually has to be our talk, you know, and then it said she said this little light of mine, I got a little shine. It it reminded me so much of uh how if I if I'm going to church every Sunday, if I'm I'm studying I'm from the Bible study every Sunday, you know. I just that that's not it. That's not the end of it. Anybody, you know, anyone can say I go to church and I go and I go to Bible study every Wednesday. But like she 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 reminded me of uh, that if I say that and I'm a God a God loving person, I have to show others how good God is when you when you when you follow his word. That, that's the light of mind. I can let that shine. I don't have to say say anything about it, but I can. As long as I walk with God and do God's work, and He will shine His light on me, and others will see it. You know, others will see that how good you, how good God is to you, and it can bring someone to God as well. And I really appreciate what someone who who said that. That it, it was that was a great. That was a great, that for me, that was a great thing to hear. Because, you know, we all, sometimes, me as a person, I can forget that. I can go back to being old selfish me who I, who I always have been. You know, and, and, and I just have to realize that it's not all about me. It's about the Word of God and following the Word of God. Amen. 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 And what was the song again? What was the song again? Huh? Your grace and mercy. Your grace and mercy. Uh, uh, this the chorus. It's brought me through yeah. that one. Yeah. Your grace and mercy brought me through. I'm living. 
Pastor, wants to uh, pray us out. Amen. I like how you said it. Pray us out. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> we are thankful uh, again. Thank all of you all for helping us on tonight. And thank you. Pray for uh, as we travel on tomorrow, if it's the Lord's will, uh, we will be going down uh, to. Uh, the ball game on tomorrow, amen. And I want to give a shout out to Pastor uh, Hubert Owens. He coached me into uh, getting that bus, and the Lord bless, we did get it. So we thank God for that. Amen. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. We love you, adore you. We ask in the name of Jesus that you continue to lay your hands on the Brooks family. Continue uh, to lay your hands on them and let them know that you're a doctor above all doctors. Now, Lord, we ask you to God will continue to look upon the bereaved families in the name of Jesus. We know that you're too wise to make a mistake. Father God, we thank you for those that have participated on in this lesson. Thank you for each and everyone input on this lesson. Now, Lord, we ask that you, as we leave from this place, but never from your presence, that you lead and guide us from one degree to another. If it's your will, bring us back at a point of place at a point of time. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank God. Amen. 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 Thank you for listening to this episode of the Walnut Grove Baptist Church Podcast. If you feel led to do so, you can leave a gift at bit.ly slash walnutgrovegiving. Thank you so much, and we'll see you in the next episode.